When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this podcast. Um, I feel a bit down, to be honest. Mate, I'm good as gold. Good, I'm good as gold. <laughs> Do you know why I'm good as gold? Well, why, are you, why are you as good as gold? Because I've had time to process. I've had time to lick my wounds. I've had time to grieve, okay? <laughs> but also... Did you grieve after the final whistle? Yes. Yes, I did. But... Yeah, yeah I definitely did. I've had time to reflect, okay? And... Yes. Before the Rugby World Cup, we thought we had no chance. Very, very true. But Very we true, close. and I have to remind myself of that regularly. Yeah. It's just because we came so close. Came so close, yep. Right, okay, let's go over and um, have a little look at the messages from our supporters. Yes. So um, if I do the first one, mate, this is, oh no, you do the first one. Do you want me to do the first one? You do the first one because okay. I, I, can't, I can't pronounce it. Okay. Hola, amigos. Could you please answer these questions? Which, <laughs> which Facebook page do I have to write in order to send a message? <coughs> Great question. And th- that is uh, the question everyone's been asking. Well, no one's been asking really. But <laughs> you've sent, Larry, you've sent a message to the right one. I just haven't replied. <laughs> yeah, definitely the right email address. Yes. But um, I'm not sure about the, the Facebook page. No, it is. It is. Um, it is the right one. But we have had like online technology manager service saying that our account's going to be deactivated. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, you're on the right one, Larry. Um, 
when will the podcast be available on video? I want to see some profit on my investment. Oh, Patreon. <laughs> Over to you, Yeah, Damien. very good. Now, today is a perfect example of why we haven't got on video yet. It's just technically, uh, Toby lives in a very um, remote, uh, not great Wi-Fi area, or a very yeah. remote area, and yes. um, it's a real struggle, isn't it? I mean, even now, with your camera on, sir, um, I'm struggling to hear you at times. So I know, me It too. is a bit of a struggle. Yes. So, um, but we do our best, Larry, and um, just to let everyone know, I mean, we have mentioned it before, the Patreon money has got us to this point where we've got enough kit to do the podcast online. So thank you very much to all our Patreon members. Yes, we really do appreciate it. Uh, then he's he's attached now, a photo, immigrate to Canada. Yeah. I feel like Canada's off the cards now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, why is Canada happening. off the cards? Because I'm in I'm I have a new job. I have a, a nice place. Yep. And yes. things are everything's to fall good in your life right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, then he goes on. Um, <laughs> on the whole, <laughs> last but not least, two years ago, I decided to hang my boots up at the age of thirty. Here comes the plot twist. Not a bit longer than a month ago, I decided, uh, oh, to go to the closest club in France, and I asked if I could join the training, and they accepted. My expectation was just to do to go to the training a couple of times a week uh, with the boys. But all of a sudden, I started playing at 10. Oh, yes. Wow. After this weekend's game, my, my body is completely mate. sore. And looking at myself, I look like a cheap version of Andy Good. <laughs> That's good. Um, here are my concerns. The first time I stopped I did after a successful season and a victorious last game against one of the best teams in the league. I was fit and not very bad looking. Oh, rates himself. Like it. Uh, Now I look like an old man playing with youngsters. I'm not fit, but my performance is accurate and and pretty decent. When is the right time to stop? If I can keep playing, should I play until I can, uh, until I can't no more? Um, it's hard to imagine a future in which I'm not playing at some point. Okay. Oh, I, oh, I think. Um, and then he goes like, can, P.S. If, you, if I'm ever getting married, I want you guys as MCs to play some tunes. <laughs> yes, Larry. We will. I uh, love that. You might have to fly us over though, Larry. You might have to fly <laughs> us over. <laughs> the, only, the only thing. Uh, going back to his question, I don't think there is a bad time to retire. I mean, you've obviously done it at 30 and, you know, you finished on a high. But if you can go on, you can go on. And one of the stories that I'm going to talk about is Quade Cooper. He ain't retiring anytime soon. So if he can roll out there at, at his age and Johnny Sexton can play international rugby at his age, I think you can just go on and on and on. And if you're still performing decent, and you're playing at 10, happy days. Yes, no, I get that. I get that. But I think a good time to stop something is when you still enjoy it. You don't want to fall out of love and be like, well, I'm, I'm giving up for the wrong reasons. Mm, yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to fall out of love with it, do you? No. You don't want to, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you still want to have that fire. The fire is obviously in the belly still, isn't it? You know, because he's talking about he can't see a, mad, uh, a time in the future without playing. So, I mean, you know, just play older people. Find it. Yeah, golden oldies. We used, we're the, you're the youngest. And, golden oldies, um, you mate. still feel young. I know. Yeah, that's what I do, mate. That's what I do. I tried to do it a few years ago, and my God, I saw after the game. Yeah. I was so sore after the game. I haven't played for a while. Um, no, you could, though, eh? You could go out there tomorrow and play. No way. Whereas you could. No. Easy. No. Easy. That'd be sore. Um, I've got the next one, mate. This is from Jesse. Uh, good morning, gents. Long-time listener. Not-so-regular emailer. As a South African, I really feel for Bongi. This is because of his his, um, his comments he made. Apparently, it was lost in translation. The word uh, pronounced the same as Sorry, this is the, um, in South Africa, you're, is an actual word. I hope you're beeping uh, this means, out. <laughs> yeah, I will do. Means um, side in Africans. Okay, yes. so the, the word means side in Africans. All right. So what Bongi was referring to was the white side. Yes. Okay, England were on the white side. And this is the reason why Bongi has got out of jail free. He's then gone on to um, say that the referee was wearing white on the weekend and he is a potential. And uh, I think if he disagreed with that now, anyway, um, he he hopes Wayne Barnes did a good job on Saturday. Obviously, this was before the game. Uh, Really enjoy the pod. I think Jesse actually then goes on. Oh, no. Doesn't hang on. No, um, it's Jason Styles. So um, thank you very much, Jesse. I do, I mean, it all worked out, it all worked out fine in the end, didn't it? Bongi got injured and he hardly played in the final. It worked out fine, that's so To a certain degree, do you know what I mean? Like, it it worked out, like, it was a bit controversial that he played, that he was playing in the game on on Saturday, but he ended up not really playing. So, it was one of those things that he probably shouldn't have been playing and he pretty much didn't play and it was a non-event in the end. Yes. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right, next one. You do the next one. This is from Cam. Hey, boys. Medium-time listener, first-time emailer. Look, I have a bone to pick, and I don't know uh, which one of Mm. you did it. Uh, It was Damien. Yeah, it was me. Um, (laughs) So I was on the bus home after work on a Thursday afternoon. It's my me time to listen to my favorite pod. Can't have been us. I thought it was a great episode and was really enjoying until... 35 minutes and one second. The beep out of that swear word was so bloody loud. RIP headphone users. <laughs> Besides that, keep up the good work, Cam. Mate, I feel your pain. Yeah, mate. My fault. My fault. I apologize. I'll make sure all of those beeps are extra loud for you this week as well, Cam. All right? No problems. There's a lot of them as well. Uh, Jason's- I'll do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you I'll do the next one so you can do the Razzler the Dazzler good day boys this from Jason uh, what would be the best address to send tissues to oh what a final sorry for the loss great world cup for the All Blacks I think that last sentence sums it up great world black for the all, great world cup for the All Blacks we didn't expect it so we it can't is, sort of no it is 
it is a bit disappointing to say it was a great World Cup for the All Blacks, but he's, but he's right, isn't he? He's absolutely right. You, you're right. We did not expect to make it to the final. Yeah. Um, where can he send the tissues? He can send them straight back to himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Return we're we're going to pumble. We're we're. <laughs> <laughs> Return to sender. Um, yes, but thank you, Jason. Um, no, it was tough to take, but you know what? I feel exactly like you, Tobes. That you know, sadly, it was a good World Cup for yeah. the All Blacks because we didn't expect to make it. Right. Correct. This is from the Razzle of the Dazzler. Some great points here. Um. So he did. So this is Razor Dazzler, and he's gone on to say that he felt that the Springboks deserved to win the game. Now, there's a question mark there about that, but uh, I think he's got a good point. He now goes on to say that the Box are the best team in the world. They've won four Rugby World Cups out of eight tournaments. That's a 50% win rate because obviously they weren't in the first two. Uh, and they've won t- two back to back. And. They did that away from home. So they're the only team. New Zealand won a back-to-back, but one of those was at home. Um, What would we rather? So this is the listener's question. ABs lose to South Africa by one point in the final, or ABs lose to Ireland in the quarterfinals? Bowing out the quarters or the semi was the realistic prediction by many pundits. Which would you have preferred? I would have preferred the one one point loss to South Africa in the final. Um, okay, I agree with that as well. What might have been a bit different is, would you have rather us lost to Ireland um, by in the quarters and then they went on to win it? Or are you quite happy that South Africa ended up winning? I'm happy that South Africa ended up winning. I'd much rather make the final and lose than go out in the quarters. You'd be silly if you mm, if yeah. you said differently. No, I agree. I agree. Um, could Fozzie and his coaching staff have made better choices in the game? And I think this is um yes, you know, a, a really good one because in forty six matches as head coach, thirty three wins, two draws, twelve losses. Um, that's still a seventy percent win rate. What were the what were the talking points for you in the match when you were watching that match and you thought about the decisions that were made by the coaches? Was there anything that really sort of stood out to you that you were scratching your head? I thought Damien McKenzie needed to come on a lot earlier. Who for? Bowden Barrett. Yeah, I agree with that. The only other one that I really felt like, and actually everyone around was like going bananas, was Aaron Smith going off? Yeah, really you know day. he was he's inspira- <clears throat> uh, instrumental yeah. in our success to that point. And Finlay Christie didn't do anything wrong. No, but he didn't um, do anything but, to change the game, which a a, a sub no, should. Yeah, and and um, I know a lot. I will. Jordan got a lot of stick, but they took him off for um for um oh, who was it? Anton Leonard Brown. So yes. Anton Leonard Brown plays on the wing. Yeah, thought that random. was a weird as well because if one thing that Will Jordan can get you is a try yeah. right at the end of the game and he wasn't on the pitch to do that. But I know he didn't play that well. Um, talking points, there was too much uh, TMO uh, interference. Agreed. Wayne's Barnes inconsistent. Uh, we're going to talk about Wayne Barnes a bit later. Um, and he mentions Eddie Jones's quit. Australian rugby is in shambles, but that's a topic for next week's emails. 
Thank you very much, Razza Dazzler. We'll go on those those um those topics a little bit. Mate, it is time for Super Brew, and I have been a little bit down about this as well. So go easy on me, mate. Go easy on okay. me. Okay. So Oh, I love the music. So top four. The log, Rudy, American Blues, and Neils. Um I ended up 14th. So not yep. too bad. Not too bad. But then Damien, you ended up 37th. Mm. Oh, I had a, I mean I went. I had to go for it, eh? I went yes, for did. Argentina. And then they almost did it. They did. <laughs> and then I, I messaged you before the game and I said, Oh, I've gone South Africa. Uh, and then I didn't because I, I would never do such a thing. I was waiting for your reaction. Did you did you think I was lying? Yes, I knew you were lying. <laughs> I knew you were being silly. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah. Thank God for that. I was really hoping that that you know it might make you go somewhere else. But anyway, it didn't happen. And I have to bow down to the greater greater man, which is you, mate. Yes. The greater man is you. Correct. Right, it's enough of that music. <laughs> Does this sound like bitter, bitterness? Because it, it tastes bitter. Yeah. Can I also just say, if someone has any more uh, tournaments to join, then please, please let us know. Um, or, yeah, please let us know because then we can we can set one up and everyone can join in. We had 107 people join in. I don't think all of them actually Fantastic. partook. Ended up taking part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mate. It's time for breaking news. It is proudly supported by your Patreon members. Your Brilliant. Patreon. Do you want to go first, mate? Yes, I will go first. Um, Lee Halfpenny. Yes, the Welsh stars or the Welsh star set to sign for the Crusaders. You're kidding me! Did you know that? Oh, mate, this is. This is even more depressing, right? <laughs> so Razor Robinson goes, yep. and new Rob Penny comes in, and they are they are they are they are going to give someone who is at the end of their career and really isn't that good. They're going to give him a contract. Yeah, weird, eh? Don't you think? Absolutely bizarre. This but, is the Crusaders. You know what is it? Six times champions in a row. Yeah, but can I just say, like, why, why is Lee Halfpenny doing that? Why wouldn't he just go to, like, Japan unless Wait. he's wanting to retire out here? Well, you know, people want to do certain things in their career, don't they? And probably playing Super Rugby is one of them. But well, you know, financially, it's not worth your time. No. So, hence why they kind of leave it to the end. Now it's just a bit depressing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, good on him. I hope the Crusaders lose. I can't. So. Uh, I think the Crusaders will struggle this year, but maybe they'll have a goal kicker. Maybe. But I think they've already got a goal. I mean, it's just, mate, oh, God, this is terrible. Th- that is terrible news because that tells me a lot about the Crusaders for the coming season if they're can't wait. hiring people from... <laughs> It'll be you great. can't wait. It's going to be a tough season this, this season, isn't it? Like, mm. you, you know, like... When you've got someone like Razor who's left, uh, yeah. and his coaching staff who have also left, and they're replaced with someone who who hasn't got the best, um, 
kind of history of coaching successful rugby super rugby teams it's not looking good for the Crusaders yeah. which I'm sure you will enjoy anyway mate um, mate my my first one uh, Quade Cooper hits back at Eddie Jones so Eddie Jones being Eddie Jones obviously we've just found out that he's he's left which we all kind of knew because he went for the job in Japan but anyway he has he has said something that obviously fired up uh, Quade Cooper and that was that he felt the likes of Cooper, Hooper and Bernard Foley were not good role models for the younger squad members because they were no longer obsessed with winning. And that was the reason why none of them were picked for the World Cup squad. Really? Now, is he kind of right? Potentially, but weird. I mean, I get that. That's like a culture I thing, mean, isn't it? Yeah. I just think like, I mean, I can't believe Quay Cooper and Hooper and Bernard Foley aren't still obsessed with winning. Maybe Cooper goes on to say, well, for me, it's not about winning. It's about preparing myself to win. Yeah. Um, those are the things that I'm in control of. And isn't it funny how, you know, one maybe off the mark comment Eddie Jones disagrees with got them binned off um, but Eddie Jones basically gave his um, gave his resignation because the Australian um, rugby board were not prepared to give him the complete reins to Australian rugby now can I ask you a question Toby would you if you were Australian rugby and Eddie Jones has gone away to the World Cup and had an absolute shocker, would you at that point be prepared to give him the full reins? Oh, you know, the thing with Australian rugby, they they got rid of someone who was quite good for someone who had been kicked yeah. out of the England setup for not being good. You know, yeah. they knew what he was like. Um, and then he's just kept that run going of bad form into the World Cup. Uh, they had a difficult pool, but should have got out of it. You know, they should have got out of their pool, um, but they didn't. They should have, yeah. And then he's just turned around and gone, oh, I'm off. I think the, the the bit that gets me is he interviewed for that J- Japanese job before the World Cup. So for me, that that's the element that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, I think Australian rugby should have given him the reins and said, all right, we're backing you to the next World Cup. We'll give you everything you need. Um, and obviously they haven't done that. But I'm not sure if I was in their spot, I'd want it either after the way that he's kind of been in his, well, I think it's eight months. He had eight months before the World Cup. I mean, it was Australian rugby have got, they've got only themselves to blame. 100%. Only themselves to blame. Yeah. Because as you say, they knew what Eddie Jones was about before they gave him the job. Yeah. This is a good segue, though. So the Barbarians are playing Wales, and yep. the coaches for uh, that are Eddie Jones and Scott Robinson. And nice. guess who they've picked at seven? When are they playing them? Oh, on Friday. No, I don't know. Soon. On fr- uh, so so sure. so coming up close at yep. seven. 
Yeah. Who have they picked at seven? Hooper. I want to lay like Artie Sevilla or something. Like, Hooper. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Funny, eh? But can I just say that um, they've also picked... So this is someone coming, you know, we're looking at Razor Robinson. They've picked at 14, Sean Stevenson. Love it. And then as a replacement, number two, Asafa Amor. So that's, you know, those are um, two players that have been, well, Asafa Amor has been an All Black. And obviously Dane Coles has gone. Bowdoin Barrett is, well... He's still around, but I think Sean Stevenson was very unlucky to not be in the All Blacks setup. So I think Razor Robinson is sort of, you know, I think he's he's just keeping them both sweet and both in his back pocket in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because Cody Taylor's still around. Tokiaho is still around. Uh, Asafa Moore, you know, he re-signed. He yeah, obviously he's is desperate to become an All Black again, you know, and so keeping those three happy in, in New Zealand is no mean feat. I did hear that Shannon Frizzell, um left, you know, because he's going overseas, but by all accounts, he left because the the uh, All Black coach was uncertain at the time, and wow. if he had have known that Scott Robinson was taking over, then he would have stayed. Wow. And it does show, doesn't it, that, you know, with these players, they they will stay for the right person. Yeah, 100%. Shannon Frizzell um, so could be, be a big loss. If, big loss. Big, big, big loss. Big loss, yeah. Um, okay, mate, over to the World Rugby Player of the Year. So I was really pleased. I'm sure you know Adi Sevilla was crowned World Rugby Player of the Year for the first time. Um. Do you think he deserved it? Hundred percent. Yeah, he's bloody good, isn't he? Yep. Bloody good. He beat uh, Ebon Etzebeth, uh, Anton Dupont, and Ireland's Bundy Aki. Now, what I would say is, you know, if France or Ireland had made the final, I don't think he would have got that. No, award. I think so, the winner of you know either. Yeah, yeah. Dupont Whereas you know, Bundy it's Aki. really good to see that. Uh, he did beat Eben Etzebeth, who who actually I thought used to be a bit of a donkey, and my God, he's been good over the last couple of years. <laughs> um, so good. Also, <laughs> yeah, he really has been, hasn't he? Uh, breakthrough player went to Mark Talia. Coach yes. of the year went to Farrell, and yep. those are the only ones that I know. Yeah. So I've got a little um, got a little quiz for you. Uh, oh yes, I love a yeah. quiz. Do I know quiz. all the answers? <laughs> um, you should do. You should do. Okay. So, <clears throat> World Players of the Year. So, it started 2001. Can you name the first person? I'll tell you what. Save. I'll either... We're going to go through them all. I'll give, you, yeah. I'll give you two points. I'll give you five points if you get the winner correct. Okay, and I'll give you a point for if you get a nominee. Okay. <laughs> which which year are we starting? So, okay, we'll start 2005. How about that? 2005. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I've got absolutely no chance of getting the years. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. No, we'll we'll redo this. All right, just because you're flapping. Who has yeah. won? Who has won it the most? Sorry, mate. You're gonna have to say that again because you're cutting out. Who has won it the most? Okay, who has won it the most? Um, well, I think Dan Carter. How many times has he won it? Uh, he's won it twice. You're wrong. Ooh, who's won it the most times? He has, and Richie McCaw. Uh, three times. Do they get three it three times? times? Yep. Twice uh, each. Twice each. Twice Richie McCaw has been okay. nominated well, quite, eight times. That's kind of right. Yeah. Dan Carter has been nominated five times. Wow. I mean, Who eight else? times is pretty bloody impressive. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> wow. Who else from New That's Zealand has else. won it? Brody Retallick. Yep. The only second row player to, do we get it? Artie Sevilla. Yep. Um, who else could have won? Kieran Reed. Yep. Any more? Is there more? Yes. Um, Ma Nonu. No. Ooh. Uh, Aaron Smith? No. Oh, come on, Aaron Smith. He should have won it, eh? I don't think Aaron Smith's uh, been nominated. 2005? Oh, man, that's going way back, isn't it? No, no, no. I can tell you when well, he. I can tell you when he won it. Okay, go on. 2016-17. So he's actually who, won who it was twice. that though? Who? I'm not going to tell you. You've got to guess. Oh, okay. And it's an All Black two yep. two sixteen two seventeen two sixteen two seventeen. I've already said two sixteen two seventeen. Uh back or forward? Back. Back. 216-217. Oh, let's go. Bloody, this is killing me, eh? Right, player of the year. Player of the year, back. Not scrum half. Can't be fly half. Well, I haven't said Conrad Smith, but I don't think it is Conrad Smith. No, he retired 2015, remember? It's not Ma Nonu. Nope, he also retired. Oh, Bowden Barrett. Yes. Bowden Barrett. (laughs) Yeah. Bloody hell, that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, do you know what? That kind of shows where he is at the moment, isn't it? When when you can't even imagine him winning World Player of the Year at the moment. Yeah. So far away from that. Mate, it's a good little quiz. Good little quiz. So who won? um, So the first one starts, did you say 2005? Keith Wood. Oh, okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. 2006? Oh, 2005, sorry, Dan Carter. It goes, okay, Dan Carter, Richie McCaw, yeah. Brian Habana, Shane Williams, Richie McCaw, Richie McCaw, Terry Dussautois, Dan Carter, Karen yeah. Reed, Brody Retallick, Dan Carter, Bowden Barrett, Bowden Barrett, Johnny Sexton, Peter Steftetoy, Anton Dupont, uh, Josh Van der Flair and Adi Sevilla. So New Zealanders yeah. won it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Won it eight out of nine. Like in a in a wow. from two thousand and nine. Oh, it's absolutely amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. And and actually uh moving forward. It is going to be shared around a hell of a lot more than than that, isn't it? You'd you know, think you've, so. You've you've got the likes of of Ireland and 
Uh, you know, Finn Russell, he he's, he could be a shout. It's just that, like, no, he couldn't. they he don't get enough coverage, do they? Like, you know, what I'm talking about is they don't really get enough coverage. So, you know, those, it's kind of always deemed that the rugby championship is at a little bit of a higher level up until recently um, than the Six Nations. So it kind of has been that it's been dominated by the rugby championship countries. Because no, I think, in the past, I, I it's been deemed to be better competition. I think just the, the best player has shone through in those teams. So like Josh Vanderflair, I think he was he was an interesting one to get it. Yeah. But then like Artie Sevilla has yeah. probably been the best in the All Blacks for a very long time. Anton Dupont, yes. Johnny Sexton, when he got it at the time, yes. You know. When those players got it yeah. at the time, Brian Habana, they were the best. You know, they were the best yeah. in that team, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were the best in the world. Going, oh, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right, uh, mate. We're moving over to what caught your eye. I've put a few things that I want us to discuss. Okay, so the first one is the ref. Now, um, one thing that Raz Daza mentioned was he re-watched the game and he listened to the New Zealand commentary and he felt that they did not bathe themselves in glory because all they did was complain about the ref. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to get it out there that I actually thought the ref had a decent game. Okay. And I think potentially the TMO made it difficult for the ref to just allow the game to flow. But I wanted to ask you, what were your thoughts on the Frizzell yellow card? The Frizzell yellow card was just a technicality, wasn't it? He he didn't I, mean I would, to do it. Yeah. But by the letter of the law, it's a yellow card. And that that's the problem, isn't it? You yeah. know, the ref got it got checked by the by the TMO. TMO said, Barnsley, we need to check this. If you're Wayne Barnes you can't at that point just say not something to worry about. You yeah. know, your TMOs basically said to you, it's this a is yellow. a yellow card incident. That's yeah. why That's why I'm that's showing why I it to it you. Up. Every time the TMO yeah. gets involved, so, the, the referee has to do something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what about the Kane red card? Oh, um, again, letter of the law. A red card, but I do think that um, Khaleesi. No, who was it? No, it wasn't yeah, Khaleesi, Khaleesi was the second one that got yellow. Yeah, no, no. Who who did Kane tackle? Creel. Jesse oh, um, Creel. Yeah, Jesse Creel. Yeah. Um, I think he changed direction direction quite aggressively, and then Kane just didn't. He, you know, Kane was moving quite quickly, so Kane just didn't have enough time. Slow motion makes it look so much worse. But if you look at it in real time, it's kind of, well, Creel's changed direction and there's nothing that Kane can do to stop. You know, there there just isn't. But by the letter of the law, he's hit him in the head. So it's a red card. Yeah, I, I, um, but I, I think, was disappointed I with this there was one. Some I, I agree. I, I <clears throat> Mitigation. Yes, and I, I was disappointed because I agree with you as well. It was direct contact to the head. And 
but I thought there was mitigation um, because of what you said, which was a change of direction. And if you actually look at where Kane is, Kane actually has given up like on the tackle. He just expects Creel to run off in the up opposite direction. Yes. And it's only because Creel runs directly at him. Uh, I don't think Creel even spots him because he's behind him at yeah. the time. Um, and, I, and I don't think that was taken into consideration, but he wasn't bent over. He was never, ever in a good position to tackle him. And he was quite aggressive after the tackle. Did you notice that? Like yes. he, he kind of slammed him to the ground. But you would. And though, I think you? those things went against him. Yeah, of course you would. Um, of course you would. But that changed the um, game. That, the, the, that the, lost us the game, I think. Mm, Ill the people are saying, uh, uh, yes. That was the ill-discipline, I think, which was the big problem. Uh, what do you think of the Khaleesi yellow card? He got off lightly, I reckon. That could have been a red. Because he's gone, it's head-to-head yeah. contact. Yeah. But they deemed it shoulder-to-head. Like I've got an issue with these, though. Who who goes in and tackles head-to-head on purpose? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So maybe it wasn't even a yellow. Yeah. And... And he was he was dipping. He was still high, but he was dipping as in he was you know bent over at the time. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, they both should have been yellow cards. They both shouldn't have been reds. Um, and someone did make a really good point, which was if they were truly high, you know, high impact, uh, high danger, why didn't either of those players go off and get a HIA? I think that's what <clears throat> what needs to happen. If it is, you know, like you're saying, high high danger, head high, you know, there needs to be there needs to be something. If it's going to be a red card or a yellow card, that player then needs to come off and have an HIA because get checked out. You know, yellow card, high danger, high degree of danger in the tackle. Right? Okay. Well then. He's obviously got, he potentially has a head injury. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, the next one for me was no scrum penalties. Yeah, that was Did you notice it in the game that, you know, no scrum penalties? There was a time where we went over them, I think, and got nothing for it. There was a couple of times yeah. we got nothing for it, yeah. Um, uh, you can only say that Barnsley was cons- he was consistent though, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he started the game not wanting to give a scrum penalty and he didn't give a scrum penalty. And he allowed the game to go and he allowed the ball to come out. Um, and although I felt aggrieved at the end of the match, he was consistent. Yep. Agreed. Uh, last one is try or no try. So the, the, the Aaron Smith try, which was an absolute ripper, what did you think about the TMO coming in and saying there was a knock-on? Well, I saw it. I saw that. Well, when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a knock-on. And Agree. Technically, it is a knock-on, isn't it? Or even an accidental offside, you know, take oh, a pick. Oh, 100%, 100% it's a knock-on. Yeah. Um, that's what they're there for, I guess. I was absolutely fine with it. Now there is a there is a rule that states that it had to be within three phases of play. Okay, and it wasn't. It was in four, it was in four phases of play. Right. But I I like you saw it and went 
knock on. Yeah. That's a knock on. They'll bring I mean, it even back, when no he try. scored the try, I went, that's a, they'll bring it back, no yes, try. That's what I said. Uh, so I was okay with it. I was okay with it. Um, okay. Uh, Bongi going off. So they had no hooker. No, well, did you <laughs> see this? This is a big though? moment, wasn't it? Hey, did you, that, when, when he did go off, they did it as a tactical substitution. So if someone else got injured, he could have gone back on. So he was warming, he was still warming up. Yeah. Now, I don't actually have an issue. I don't have an issue with that because if I was the coach, um, you know, arguably you're taking him off to assess him, you know, and it's a question mark. So you're saying, well, I'm not sure whether or not he is okay or not. So I won't put him down as an injury because he walked off the field. Um, we can give him some time. We can give him some, uh, you know, some juice. And we can see if he's okay. So I've yeah, got no would, issue with that. That would be poor. No, I don't have any issue, but some people would say that's very poor etiquette. Yeah, I know, mate. It's the World Cup final, though, isn't it? You know, it's the World Cup final. I think you got to, you know, you got to play within the rules. And they did that. They yes, played within no, the I rules. Agree. They I said agree. it was, you know, it's, mm. mate, what's happening? You're always agreeing with me. I know. So are you. Stop it. <laughs> um,. Half time. How did you feel at half time? What was the score at half time? I can't even. I think it was six twelve. Oh, I felt all right. I think I felt all right. I said, you know, I think we. If it was twelve three, it was a bit like oh okay, <clears throat> but I think we hung in there. But we could have, again, test match footy. We should have taken our points, and we didn't, and that's what hurt us. No, it was. There was a couple of times, wasn't there, where we had kicks and we went for the corner. Yeah. Um, and also, were you like me when um, I think it was Richie Mwanga chipped the kick, the ball over top, and Adi Sevilla was through, and the ball just bounced oh, in the wrong direction. Yes. Yeah. Gutted. Man. It was such Absolutely a good kick. Jordan Barrett, didn't he? And it just bounced the wrong way. Bounced over him, I think. Oh. It was like a banana cake. I, I thought we, I thought we should have. Um, I thought we should have chipped over top of them more like that. And I thought that's what we were going to do. Yeah, but we leading didn't. into this game, we just that was the only one I can remember. You know, the only one I can remember. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't take that tactic that I'd I'd seen them building and building and building. And that's you know, what I said they were going to do. Best teams or what they the needed to do. Yeah, and they didn't do it. No, Fozzy. I know. Listen to us. Um, right, last last one, mate. How did you feel at the end of the match? What did you do at the end of the match? Oh, mate, I was gutted. Oh, what did I do? I just was speechless. <laughs> so where, where were you watching this game? I was um, at the Scots. Yeah. So I was watching this game with quite a few other people. And they all wanted New Zealand to win, but obviously they weren't that, you know, bothered. They were a bit gutted, but I was just like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> where were you? You were I, I watched down it. south. Yeah, I was, I was down south. I was in a pub, so we went to the pub. Oh, you First time I've pub. gone to the pub to watch some ruggers oh, no. for, for a while. Why did you do that? And um, what was nice, mate, is was everyone there was supporting the All Blacks. Yeah, nice. So English pub in Ipswich. No one there supporting South Africa, yeah, real which good. I loved. It was great. But um, 
We had great seats. We were right at the front. We had a few Kiwis around us. And I just got up at the end of the match <laughs> and walked oh, no. off. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What was the, what was Sis like? Sis <laughs> so just got got a coat and went with me. Yeah, <laughs> not a not a word was said on the way home. We no. walked all the way to the car, hopped in the car, drove home. Not a word was said. <laughs> I was I was I was gutted, mate. Same. Oh. Couldn't couldn't watch the after match presentations or anything like that. And, but hey, uh, that's sport, eh? Yeah. Hey? But what I would say sport. is, <clears throat> yes. Uh, what I would say is, I thought it wasn't a great game of rugby. Um, I didn't think South Africa played that well, but I didn't think New Zealand played well enough to win it. No, I thought that. You know, really, really. Let's just be honest. That was our best chance to beat them in a World Cup final. They had had a six-day turnaround. They Their hooker went off in the first few minutes of the game. Uh, their hooker that came on wasn't even a hooker, couldn't throw the ball in, yeah. and they couldn't win their own line-out ball. Um, they didn't score a point in the second half, and they we missed our conversion. They didn't score a try. They didn't even look like scoring a try no. in reality, and we didn't get a penalty. We turned down points to to kick for goal. Um, I just think that if we couldn't beat them then, then we're gonna we would have struggled any other time, you know. Because if they had to come in, and you know they couldn't have really played much much worse than they did in reality. I mean, they defended well, but they did nothing in attack, uh, and they didn't really look like scoring in the second half. And they were there for the taking. And the fact that we didn't. Is uh you know that's on us. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But also, we played with what fourteen men from you know from the second minute. Yeah, okay. pretty much from the yeah. second minute. You know, there was a spell in between where he came back on for maybe ten minutes, and then Kane got red carded. So we pretty much played, you know. 60 70 minutes with 14 men and they played what they played 20 minutes with 14 men yeah so we actually if you think about it we played all right to stay in it no i i yeah i I, and and it was absolute tipping down with rain i get that um didn't suit us that well but i just kind of felt like you know they des- they deserved they it because we didn't us. deserve it, and I, I'm yeah. I'm not saying that. Um, I, I thought the lads were fantastic on on the on Saturday. You know, I was very very proud to be a Kiwi even after losing. Yes, because they got proper stuck in. They you know they could you could tell they were they were playing with everything they had. Yeah, just unfortunately wasn't quite good enough. Yes, correct. Now, um, this is hard for me to say. I'm not sure what you're going to feel about this. All right. I actually think Geordie Barrett's pretty decent now. Yes. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I, I feel like we should we should apologize for possibly how we've treated him in the past. No, I'm not apologizing. Get a grip. <laughs> uh and maybe moving forward we should just give some players a bit more time to uh to to adjust. Oh, we gave him so long though, didn't we? 
<laughs> I'm so glad you're saying this because it's exactly how I feel. We were just honest back then. He was rubbish back then, but I have to give it to him at this World Cup at 12. He's been one of our best players. Yes. Um, the only other thing that caught my eye, mate, is when I thought about the end of the game and I looked at the people retiring, I thought, you know, moving forward, we're in a quite a strong place with players. Because Hopefully. apart from 10, which Damien McKenzie should come in and fill that quite happily, yep. you think about it, we've got a bloody good team uh, coming through. You know, we can replace our second rows without too much of an issue. Uh, we've already sorted out our front row. Well, we've you both know, of that, our second row have gone. Front row. They have, but, but you know, you've got Scotty Barrett, yep. who's still in there. Um, and I, I think we've got no issues there. We've got uh, Lord, who's who's in and around uh, Fafita. Yeah, but Lord's not Fafita? good. Lord's not good enough. No, mate, tr- trust me on this. You no, will find three or four guys, three or four guys who are going to fight for that spot and they will be fantastic. I don't want fantastic. to trust you. I've got no issues with that. Um, we're fine in the back row. We're, we're, we're kind of a little bit um, interesting at nine, but 10, 12, 13, the wings and fullback, we've got players queuing up to play in those I areas. I quite like so Cam Roygaard. I think the future's looking <clears throat> bright. Yeah, Cam Roygaard, uh, Shawnee Stevenson, uh, Bowden Barrett hasn't even officially left yet. So there you go. Interesting. Now, let's finish off the show. I'm going to go for our awards, okay? So um, I've written down a few things for you here, but who do you think the most... So our first award is for the most unlucky player of the year. Now, I've got three down there, but you might have some more. I've gone Sexton uh, for retiring on another quarterfinal loss. Uh, Intermac for missing a home World Cup, but due to injury. And Michael Hooper for missing the World Cup because of Eddie Jones not picking him. Oof. What about what about the Fijian number 10? If he was there, would that oh, have made a difference? Oh, that's a big shame as well. I think so. Yeah. Definitely would have made a difference, mate. Do you think, think that he um, supersedes the others, though? No. I think Intermac, home World Cup, second best team in the world, um, has a huge future ahead of him could have put his name down in folklore. But then you could say the same about Sexton. Best team in the world, you know. Could have broken the the quarterfinal hoodoo. Or voodoo, sorry. And then, you know, could have easily made the final after beating sort of Argentina and then have had already beaten the Springboks. So they would have gone and yeah. confident, but didn't got beaten. They Sorry, probably bud. had a better. They probably had a better game to beat the Springboks in that final with those weather conditions as well. Agreed. Mm. So who are you going to go for though, mate? You, you've not really picked one. Sexton. You've said Mac and then you've reeled back. You're going to go Sexton. Yeah. I'm going to go Intermac, and I'm going to go Intermac because exactly what you said. Home World Cup. Um, you know, folklore. And I think Sexton, you're right about Sexton as well, but I'm going to say at least Sexton had a chance. 
you know, and actually, arguably, he didn't play that well. That's why they lost. Whereas Intermac didn't even have a chance. No, you're right. Okay, fair. Okay, mate. M- next one is most disliked player of the year. Ooh. Who is on your hit list? Uh, Sexton's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Barrel. Oh, yeah, definitely. Toje. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> who else? I mean, you know. Who are you going to go for? Oh, um, God, what's his name for Ireland? Number, is he, does he play number six or number seven? Oh, yes. Um, Sean Six. Yeah. I, yeah, God, forgotten his name. But I know exactly. You're going to put him in there? Yeah, I'm going to go. Because he was the Farrell. one who said, you're going to go Owen Farrell. Yeah. I'm going to go Owen Farrell too. Good on you. But I, apparently I, you know, he's a nice guy off the pitch. Great guy off the pitch, I've heard. Great guy off the pitch. Um, okay, future superpowers awards. So who do you think between now and the next World Cup is going to be really accelerating uh, going into that World Cup? And who do you think is going to sort of drift off teams-wise? Oof. I, I've see, I can see what you've put here. I think Fiji might drift off. Okay. I really don't want them to, but I think they might do. Um, I think the powerhouse, I think you can never count England out. Um, Under Borthwick? Under Borthwick, though, in the Borthwick way that they play, go. that really Borthwick boring. Will Borthwick will go? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I think he'll go. I think they'll go into the Six Nations, get trounced, and it'll be like, we need someone else to build for the next three years now. That's a good shout. That 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 could that could happen. You're right. Do you think that Ireland are going to continue on in the vein that they've left off? As long as they've got Andy Farrell, yes. Okay, interesting. Um, what about France moving forward? I think they might drop off. I hope they don't, because it's always exciting to have France there or thereabouts. Um. And, and I think they're young enough, aren't they? You've got yes. Intermac and DuPont that will still be there in four years' yep. time. Correct. May I, I I'm not gonna go past New Zealand, South Africa. Um I think they're gonna be they're gonna be strong for the next World Cup. Yeah. Um the rest the rest could go either way. You, you know, definitely Oz, Ireland could go either way, but you're right, if Andy Farrell's still there, I think they've still got it. Um but you know, like I kind of feel World Rugby, there was a lot of teams that built to this World Cup. Yeah. And there's a huge amount of influential players who will not be their next World Cup. Yeah. So I can see this, the likes of Scotland as a good example of, you know, they, they could have done great things at this World Cup. Can Agreed. they do great things four more years? Not sure. I don't but, know. Uh, we'll see. Like, Wales might come from nowhere. May anyway... That's the end of the show. It is the end of the show. Can I just say, though, there's a huge game on Saturday. England women versus New Zealand women. Big game. Big game. I fear for our ladies. I do after our loss to France. And then I think Australia beat France as well, which is a bit worrying in itself. Right. But anyway, uh, it'll be good to uh, talk about that one next week. Yes, it will week. be. What can people do to support us, mate? Like, share, subscribe. 
um, five-star review, Patreon, link below, um, email, message, um, you can send um, a piece of mail, postal address, <laughs> um, but just keep listening. You know, word of Absolutely mouth, it's good. Listening. Let us let your friends know about Absolutely. us. Absolutely, yeah, word of mouth. Word of mouth is always always where it's at. Yeah. Mate, anyway, uh, always a pleasure doing the podcast yes. with you. Until next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.